1: You are on Saturday Magazine with Nevena Maka and Paul Maka. Who's our next guest?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> let me have a look at the list. Our next guest is uh, where are we? Kate Douglas from, uh, and it's actually Rainbow Knowledge Project. I'll let um, I'll let you, Kate, tell us about what the project's about. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Yes, long list today it seems. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's um, it's called Walking Cardigan, which means rainbow knowledge in Noongar language. So those terms are interchangeable for the project. Um, yeah, essentially, it's just like a national research project. Uh, it was born like out of the need to bridge the gaps in research just concerning young mob who are at the intersection of being young, deadly black and queer, I um, guess. Uh, a bunch of deadly community advocates come together with some researchers, um, obviously due to the need for like better data and to be able to develop interventions as well. Um, yeah, I guess the application initially was put into the National Health and Medical Research Council um, and from the initial funding it's kind of bloomed from there as an organic process. Um, yeah, I guess just filling in the gaps where needed, alongside community and young people.
2: So, what, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. What sort of data or information are you hoping to to get from this? You know, obviously to inform advocacy and uh, hopefully at, at the other part of the scale that uh, politically it it, uh, it it brings some action. So, what are you hoping uh, that you that you'll get from this in terms of information and data?
0: Yes, yeah, so um initially I guess our aim there was to understand the experience of queer young mob specifically in yeah. WA and within a social emotional wellbeing context um and further into their experiences within healthcare settings. Um but since there it's kind of branched out, we did the national survey, um, which allowed us to see a bit more broadly and obtain some more data. And I guess there, we're just building resources. Sorry, (laughs) to be able to train healthcare providers and intervene using protective factors factors to allow um, communities to thrive.
1: Kate, Um, one of the really, um, well, it it seems straightforward, but it's also a conversation that's been had many times over, is that racism has health implication issues for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in this country. And this comes when systems are built from colonialism, from systemic racism, and often replicate those harms internally. Is this some of the work that informed the project? Uh, And are you looking to challenge some of those practices as well
0: yeah absolutely so I guess a lot of the findings what we looked for initially when we're building the um, like building the uh, survey um, I guess it was one looking for um, like looking into social emotional well-being and also that um, initial um, experience in healthcare settings but a lot of that um, the responses we received from that had obviously unfortunately a lot to do with um, systemic racism and how that plays into um, yeah into healthcare settings unfortunately um, but yeah that's kind of what what, what we're about is figuring out um, what kind of training is actually needed and how how we go about that in terms of um, yeah providing that nationwide
1: and you're based uh, in WA. Is this going to be place-based data, meaning that it's data specific to that part of the continent, or are you also looking to create and share some learnings that are broadly applicable to other places across the country?
0: Yes. Yeah, so it's a bit of both. I'm currently based in Nam, and I work. I've worked with them um, over in WA for a couple of years now. But the um, the survey was. Um, like a national survey. So we ended up getting like 619 responses um, throughout. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. It was fantastic. First of its kind as well. Um, Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I think, you know, getting the connection with, you know, with the younger mob is going to be really important to inform the, you know, advocacy and the, and the, and the political discussions. I can't say just how important I think this is that, uh, you know, speaking with these folk and getting, you know, getting from them uh, their experiences, you know, good and bad and what they look forward to for the future. I think that's a wonderful initiative.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, Kate, we'd also love to know, you've set up this project, you're collecting data, you've had an incredible response. How do you carry this forward? Because there is just a a breadth of research that's happening. But I think what's always interesting to me is how people get breakthrough. What's still to come?
0: Yeah, so... I guess at the moment, we're sort of still rivalling through all of the data there. Um, and I guess now it's sort of about publishing the data in various forms. Mm. Um, we've got two community reports out um, and links to other publications on the website. The team are constantly on the go, just doing conference presentations, writing new articles, engaging with the community and orgs. Um, yeah, just providing resources, um, beginning that process of like developing training. Um, But Mm. I guess the huge thing in the works at the moment is an analysis of our co-design roadmaps forum data. So in November last year, we all got together in Perth, um, sat down with elders, young mob community members and orgs for like biggest mob discussion on where they need us to be heading next. Um we got a lot of responses and advice and I guess now we're just working through that and figuring out the who, what, when, where, how mm. of all of it.
2: Yeah. What's the, what's the the timeline um you know for 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 this work?
0: Um I don't know of a specific timeline. A lot of this work seems to be a bit no. ongoing, hey. Um but, yeah, I guess, I guess that's kind of a good thing if it is ongoing because that means that everything's going to be up to date and, you know, our young mob are going to be supported.
1: Kate, you mentioned that there's two reports at Community. What has been the response back? Has there been any level of surprise uh, in what people are reporting back? Has there been any level of this is ground that we've been over before? would be really interesting to get that lens.
0: Yeah, I think um, seeing all of the data there in one place um, shocked a few people. I think definitely we had a level of expectation as to how that would come come through, um, but I think yeah, there's definitely been been a fair bit of surprise in like, um, especially like in not just the WA context, but like a nationwide context yes. as well.
1: And if yeah. people wanted to find out more about the project, contribute to it, uh, if they're mob where would they go to get that information?
0: Yes, yeah, so the website is Rainbow Knowledge. Um, we didn't feel like we wanted um, to have it as walking cartagin. It might have been a bit harder to translate. So it's Um and also the email address if you wanted to get in contact was rainbow.knowledge at telethonkids.org.au but you can also find that on the RainbowKnowledge.org website.
2: Great. Look, I think it's it's... Really, really important work and I, I commend you and everyone that's working with you on it. Um, you know, let's touch base again in uh, you know, three or four months uh and see what you know what what has come out of it. Uh what what are the main points that you've, you know, discovered from feedback and, and speaking with people. I think that'd be really interesting to hear what the what sort of outcomes you get.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait either. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for your time, Kate. I really appreciate it. Uh, You have a nice weekend, and we look forward to speaking to you again.
0: Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the weekend.
2: Cheers. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9, with Macca and Nevena. Stay with us. There's more.
0: This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024